Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of This Week in Marketing. I'm your host, Sajid Islam. Today we'll be covering all the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of May 4th, 2020. First, from a friend, John Lincoln at Ignite Visibility, we found out that Google has rolled out a new core algorithm update. It's unimaginatively called the May 2020 core update. This gives new meaning to the phrase, may the fourth be with you. And Google's guidance remains the same as it has in the past. That is to say, there is absolutely no action you need to take in response to the update. In case you are unfamiliar with the party lines during this type of updates, it's that you don't need to worry about the algorithm change. Just get on with your life as you normally would. Here's what Google says about periodic algorithm update. Several times a year, we make significant broad changes to our search algorithms and systems. We refer to these as core updates. They're designed to ensure that overall, we are delivering on our mission to present relevant and authoritative content to searchers. These core updates may also affect Google Discover. However, just because Google says that you don't need to take any action in response to the May 2020 core update doesn't mean that nothing will happen to your ranking. This might be your first time attending a Google dance. Your keywords will likely bounce around from one spot to another while the algorithm works its way through the system. Search terms that were landing you top spots in the Google search engine results page, SERPs, in the past might put you on page three nowadays. So what can you do to hold your rankings in the May 2020 core update? Again, nothing. Google says this kind of rank rating gyrations are perfectly normal. Some people win by jumping to the top. Others lose by moving from the first page of the search results to the second. Google says there is nothing necessarily wrong with pages that lose rank. They aren't subject to manual actions and they haven't necessarily violated Google's webmaster guidelines. It's just that Google's new algorithm has determined that some pages are more suitable for certain keywords than yours. That's all. Here are some more insights from Google with a relevant analogy. One way to think of how a core update operates is to imagine you made a list of the top 100 movies in 2015. A few years later in 2019, you refresh the list. It's going to naturally change. Some new and wonderful movies that never existed before will now be candidates for inclusion. You might also reassess some films and realize that they deserve a higher place on the list than they had before. Google offers a lot of general advice on providing content that ranks well, but it all comes down to two words, user's experience. Does the content you're writing offer quality advice, research guidance on the keywords you have selected? If so, then it should rank well. Here's another question. Does the content you're writing offer better advice, research, guidance than what your competitors are providing on their website? If not, then you know why you dropped. So, if you want to get to the point where you don't have to worry about doing the Google dance every time there is a core algorithm update, make sure you're producing the kind of content that resonates well with your target audience now. If you are asking, how do I find out if this May 2020 core update ha is affecting my website or not? Then take a look at the dwell time metric on your web pages. If you find that people are bouncing away only after a few seconds, that's a sure sign that your content isn't worth reading. Don't be and don't be surprised if you lose rank in that case. In the, main, in the meantime, 
Pay attention to your rankings over the next few weeks. Once the dance is over, look at where your keywords have landed. That's probably where they will stay for quite some time. So folks, again, I shall repeat, make sure you're keeping an eye on your Google Analytics, right? That's where you're going to find all this information and whether you have content that is resonating with your audience or not. Now, moving on. Next, Facebook has started to roll out their new UI and I have been testing it for the last couple of weeks. Aside from it being much cleaner, it's about three columns, which is what we has, but you know, it's like, you know, think of these three columns as swim lens. One thing I noticed is that the right side column where you have the small desktop ad has actually reduced from two day ads to one, right? So previously up to two ads could be shown up on the far right desktop space and you would see two ads, now it's reduced to one. What this signals to me is that in the future, you this Facebook auction, Facebook ads run on auction. This Facebook auction is going to be more expensive for that kind of real, for that real estate. So keep in mind, no action necessary from your part. But this is something that's coming down the pipeline. Um, you know, plan accordingly. And if you suddenly see your cost has gone up, you kind of know why. It's not because of anything else. Is Facebook is actually limiting the supply of ad space on their platform, which is going to again drive the cost up because again, its auctions are based on supply and demand. Now moving on. Number three, Loom, the go-to app for recording your screens has actually launched a iOS app two weeks ago. I have been testing it and what I really like about this app is that it allows you to switch your cameras like from front camera to back camera and back camera to front camera while you're in the middle of the recording. Previously, no app that I'm aware of was able to allow you to do that. So imagine you could start off a recording by say, looking at your face saying, hey, how are you? This is Sajid. And then you could switch the camera and then rotate back into the other one. And this is actually a game changer. Right. And the other thing I've learned, I've seen what, during my testing is that I can use my AirPods and make recordings and those recordings come through. This is not available with your uh, AirPods and iOS's uh, own camera or camera app. Moving on. The other update, number four from Facebook, is that Facebook is now setting private groups from being public anymore. So this is something very new is that Facebook is updating its group privacy setting to stop any Facebook groups that's of any size from changing settings from private to public in order to protect groups users from unintended exposure. What this means is that if you have a Facebook group or you are planning to create a Facebook group, make sure that you do public to private. You cannot go from private to public. This is something you must be aware of because it's going to affect you probably have um, different reasons to do that. Maybe you have start off with public or private and then you want to go back to public so that you could get a few more users into the group. Uh-uh, it's not going to happen. So keep that in mind. Number five, from TechCrunch, I learned that Levi's partnered with TikTok on social commerce and doubled this product views. So why am I mentioning this here? I'm mentioning this here because this is something we must all uh, keep this on our radar because 
if TikTok becomes the platform that replaces Facebook in the future, then we would have lost out. But at the same time, TikTok is at his, on his early days. We sometimes mark it off as saying, hey, it's just a user, it's just a millennial song and dance platform. We don't want to be part of that. I do not, we do not see a business need. We do not need, uh, we do not see, a, you know, end results. Just how, you know, some people have written off Facebook 10 years ago. Right. And then today, everything is on Facebook, or at least half of it is on Facebook. The other half is on Google. So, again, what I'm where I'm going with this is make sure uh, we don't sign. We don't write off TikTok too early. Um, you know, TikTok, uh, the results that I am getting from tech, uh, the what report I'm reading from TechCrunch is that, you know, uh, Levi's what, had their stores shut down because of COVID-19 and, you know, they used, um, they partnered with TikTok, they used the shop now button and they've seen their, you know, website visits doubled. It's their very early, very early stage in terms of their implementation and partnership. The data hasn't come out in terms of, you know, how many of those actually converted into actual sales and how much dollar has been made out of that whole thing. However, the early indication is that, you know, they were able to uh, increase their website visitors um, by two folds. So that's very interesting. Let's, and I will update you as I find more about this topic. Now, last topic of the week is from our friends at Social Commerce who are, are sorry, it's, a, it's from our friend and SM Commerce. Uh, it's a great segue uh, since we are already on so, talking about social commerce um, is that, you know, our friends at SM Commerce, a premium uh, Facebook premium partner agency out of UK on how not to get your page banned. Well, the easiest way is to not to manipulate your page score among other things and plus how to do the page score thing right away. After all, if you are banned in this game, then, you know, it's a big loss because you cannot advertise and you cannot get our traffic. So the idea is to get users, customers or buyers, whichever way, whatever you call them, to submit their post-purchase feedback on your store by prompting them to do so before Facebook asks. That itself is gray hat, right? Black hat is to incentivize your users or buyers to do, say, hey, uh, we will give you a free something or we will give you $5 off for your ne next order if you were to post a review on our Facebook page, things like that. So that's you incentivizing them to do write a feedback on you and Facebook doesn't like that and they call it as a black hat. Some of you, you'll care, some of you won't, but you know, actually Facebook will find out, believe it or not. Facebook will find out, right? And now you ask how. Well, Facebook does what's called a mystery shop. So what they will do is they will actually go and purchase your product from time to time randomly from all their people pushing products on the platform and they will test it out. They will see what what it is, what it is you're selling, do that do they receive communication on time, do they receive the product properly is the product what you have mentioned on your website is it the same thing or was it a bait and switch how was the user implementation user experience and lastly are you pushing them to uh, write a review uh, in exchange for something valuable right and that's where they will get you so keep in mind that you know facebook does this once in a while and you want to make sure that you know you are not doing anything bad so why you need to 
And the other thing is you don't need to manipulate page score if you're doing the right thing, right? You have a great product, your advertising is true and non-misleading, your sales messaging messaging is clear, converts your ideal user into purchase, people, you buy your product because it solves a problem or creates new opportunity for them, you care about your customer service and you care about product quality and checking on your customer to keep your customer feedback high. The Facebook game actually is very easy, right? You just need to you just need to follow the three laws of Facebook advertising. Number one is you shall follow the landlord's rules, which is AKA the Facebook's rules. Number two, you shall keep the tenants happy, happy, AKA your users or buyers or customers, whatever you call them. And number three is that you shall profit and grow. That's you. And the time for hacks, ignoring these three laws of Facebook advertising is ending. Facebook is really coming down hard. It's banning accounts left, right and center just cause you know um, it's finding things it doesn't like. Already folks, that's all for this week, and thank you for tuning into this week's updates. If you enjoyed this episode of This Week in Marketing, then make sure to subscribe and rate us. Signing off until next week.